This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Join us each week for Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. We have an IT expert, a computer repair ace, and we troubleshoot your problems on the phones as well. Everyday Tech, Wednesdays at 10 on MPB Think Radio. Download the podcast now or listen on YouTube on the MPB Think Radio channel. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood along with my traveling partners, Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi, and Jay White. Today, we're letting you know about the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we're celebrating our state veterans with stops in Hattiesburg for the city's Veterans Day Parade and ceremony festivities happening today with the chair of the Hattiesburg Veteran of the Year Selection Committee, retired Colonel Sheila Varnado. Then, we'll swing by Hernandez for their 2022 Veterans Day Parade and luncheon events today with Carolyn Young before jetting off to the Raymond John Bell Williams Airport. To learn more about the free flights for veterans happening tomorrow with Hangar 360 Aircraft Services owner John Mosley. Plus, we'll also let you know what's happening around your neck of the woods. Our first stop of the day takes us to Hattiesburg where they're having their Veterans Day festivities from today all the way until Monday. They are honoring all of those who served and in with us to talk more about that is retired Colonel Sheila Varnado. Sheila, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you. Good to be here. Thank you so much for joining us today. And and one, congratulations on everything that you all have got going on in the city of Hattiesburg as it relates to Veterans Day. And happy Veterans Day to you. Yes. Thank you. So you're here to talk about the Veterans Day parade that you all have got going on, the Veterans Day ceremony that will be coming up as well, too, today. And then on Monday, you all are having a military appreciation night at Golden Corral. But just to get started with you, tell our audience a little bit more about about the work that you do as the chair of the Hattiesburg Veteran of the Year Selection Committee and, and possibly everything that you do with the committee themselves as it relates to Veterans Day activities in Hattiesburg. Okay, well, yes. Uh, the city of Hattiesburg has had now a uh, recognition program for uh, selecting a Veteran of the Year uh, since 1994. Uh, that was our very first year that a veteran was selected and uh, that's a gentleman by the name of Charles J. Brown, uh, who served during Vietnam and then came back home. He's from uh, Hattiesburg. Came back home, went to work, and just started doing all kinds of notable things in the community. Uh, I was placed on the heart of the current uh, mayor at that time and others to uh, create a program to recognize annually uh, veterans of the year in this community. And so starting in 1994 and every year since, we are now in our 28th year, uh, we have selected a veteran of the year. I've personally been involved only for the last three years. Uh, the gentleman who had carried that uh, mantle for many years as he was um, aging and realized that his health was failing, he literally passed the baton to me and asked me to continue the work. And so I'm carrying on the legacy uh, of Colonel Hall. Um, but um, I have been involved by just ensuring that every year, uh, usually around September or so, we reach out to the community. We let them know that we're in that window to uh, take applications to select the veteran of the year. 
um, and the community comes in. Some years we have a large number of applications. This year we actually had three applications from the community. Uh, and then the selection committee is made up of all prior veterans of the year. Uh, so once you become a veteran of the year, you become a part of the selection committee. And then, of course, I chair it, which basically means I just do the administrative work to get everything out in the public sphere, uh, to call the meeting together, uh, to make sure that we, you know, um, take the vote and then share it with the public uh, who has been selected. So right. It's quite an honor for me to even be involved. Uh, and so that is my involvement with that. That's good stuff. And mm-hmm. this year, I want you to talk a little bit about the veteran of the year for this year, retired Sergeant First Class Nelson Haskin Jr. How excited were you to to name him as veteran of the year, and how excited was he to receive it? Yeah. <laughs> well, we were very excited because uh, he just has a a wonderful story. Obviously, he spent uh, his military career in the Mississippi uh, National Guard, uh, and some of that was on active uh, guard duty. Uh, But he is uh, a hometown uh, gentleman, Um, and after he retired from uh, the Army, he had a vision that he wanted to serve in the capacity of being an entrepreneur, a restaurateur. And so he had started on that path some years ago. But basically, he decided, he and his wife decided, we ought to try and open our own uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. They did. So they opened Blue Jazz Cafe uh, in downtown Hattiesburg. So they started with wow. one. Now they are up to five. Mm. Uh, they're all located on Front Street in downtown Hattiesburg. Uh, so they actually call him now the king of Front Street. And so uh, we were, uh, I was pleased that he was selectee, and I was pleased that we were able to present him to the public. Now, when I shared that with him, and I usually reach out personally and notify the uh, veteran that they have been selected, uh, he was surprised. Mm-hmm. Said, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't think that I was actually." I, I, he said, "I really didn't even know what this was all about." Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he was surprised, but he knew I wasn't kidding because. Uh, as we talked earlier, colonels don't usually joke about things like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he, was very, he was very surprised. Right. All the names of those who have been honored in the past, he said he didn't think that he, he even measured up to some of the uh, just stellar names that we have. And I said, but that's probably part of why you are being recognized, because you're humble in accepting, uh, you know, that recognition. Um, so I was pleased, very pleased, and he was uh, excited, and I think even more so by the day as he's getting all of this attention, that, and he's not the kind of person who seeks it, uh, but it, it has come to him, and so he has stepped forward. So it, it's been a pleasure, really, to do it. Right. Well, Colonel uh, Varnado, I'd love to find out about you. I mean, to uh, have made it to the echelon, uh, you know, in the military that you have made it to, uh, I mean, it's just amazing, you know. So I'd love to know, you know, what brought you to the military and kind of a little bit about you and your matriculation uh, through the ranks. Yeah. 
Well, uh, it was, I call it now, uh, God's path to me, because it was certainly not one that I had even given any thought to. Mm. Um, I, um, there's no one else in my family um, who has ever served in the military, so I still remain the first and only in my immediate family. My, my father didn't serve. He was too young for one war and too old for another war. Mm. Uh, neither of my brothers served. Uh, and so uh, it was um, uh, quite unexpected on everybody's part, my own uh, as well, that I decided to uh, join the military. But I had finished uh, a master's degree up at Syracuse University. Wow. Uh, and I uh, felt like I was still kind of speaking, stumbling a little bit. And so I thought, I need to, first of all, I need to get out of Syracuse because it's very cold and snowy up there. I don't mm-hmm. know if <laughs> But anyway, I uh, needed to leave Syracuse uh, after one snowstorm too many, and I started uh, just speaking, and I discovered, or a a recruiter, an Army recruiter, actually came into the office where I worked and told me about about this program. I decided to apply. I got accepted. I received a direct commission into the Army uh, many years ago because the Women's Army Corps still existed, so I came in as a WAC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, I can do this for three years. I just want to get out of Syracuse. I want to have a little bit of adventure. I want to travel a little bit. This is a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I decided uh, or started my Army uh, career. Uh, I found out I kind of liked it. I liked the variety. I liked the level of responsibility they give you right off the bat. Mm. I think I was a leader all the time. I just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that sense. And so I just continued on that path, uh, continued to, you know, do well, if you will, and uh, had some wonderful opportunities, some wonderful assignment, uh, assignments, and continued to get promoted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a, a wonderful career. I ended it uh, somewhat unexpectedly because I had been in the Army 25 years, and I was a serving colonel. And it was the first time that I deployed to, for war. Mm-hmm. Now, I had certainly been in during other wartime um, um, campaigns or things that we had had, but I was never in a deployable unit when those occurred. And so, but this time, by, you know, this time I was. So after 9-11, I was in 3rd Army, uh, Patton's Army, uh, headquartered at that time in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. 9-11 hit. That was all part of the world to be responsible for. Mm. Uh, and so I spent literally the last couple of years of my time in the Army uh, deployed to Kuwait. Wow. Uh, at our forward headquarters over there, uh, supporting uh, Operation Enduring Freedom initially. And then when the nation decided, when the president decided to uh, go into Iraq, then we became the planners and the lead for uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Mm-hmm. So my last two years were um, fast-paced, um, definitely uh, involved in all of the big decisions. Uh, my boss, who was the three-star general, uh, kept me on board the entire time in my area. They uh, mm-hmm. trusted my ability to do the job. And I proved that I was up to that challenge, and so I'm proud of my service uh, that I was able to render in that regard. 
but the military ended up, the Army ended up being just a wonderful career for me because it suited my personality and it allowed me to grow as a leader in ways that I never would have imagined uh, that I uh, even had it in me to do so. Um, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That is absolutely amazing. amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And I mean, have to say thank you for everything you have done for our country and for our freedom and our rights. Uh, I hope that people tell you that all the time, but I'd like to personally personally say that. And Jermaine, I, I, and, and Colonel, I know it's got to be where you've been in millions of situations where people are talking about world events and you just have to walk away and shake your head like, mm, 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 if you only knew what was going on. <laughs> yeah. well, I have had some of those moments, that's true. Yes, right. ma'am. Right. This is why she doesn't joke. Like, what <laughs> <laughs> retired Sergeant First Class was asking because she's been through wow you know yes and then indeed. when you go through and you're, you're trying to tell somebody they're veteran of the year like this is not i'm not joking oh, i'm not joking i'm not joking right so again uh, to to reiterate what he said colonel thank you so much for your service and yes. everything that you've done to to help keep us as free as we are well thank you i appreciate it now, turning that over into the Veterans Day Parade, um, when it comes down to the Veterans Day Parade, what can attendees look forward to today? Well, they can look forward to just a uh, wonderful array of uh, military vehicles, marching bands. Um, there will be um, um, equipment uh, from Camp Shelby. They always come up and join us in the parade. Uh, there will be individuals who will be in their car. Uh, my husband and I will be in a, 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 a red convertible. Ooh. Uh, a red All right. <laughs> one of the one of the veterans organizations that we are involved in. So it's just a wonderful time uh, for the veterans themselves to participate in the parade for all of our local bands uh, at our high school and at the uh, uh, USM to come out and the, the surrounding area and support us in this effort. And so it is a wonderful experience. The parade will start uh, at, not, at 10 o'clock, and it will make its way down Hardy Street. We'll get to downtown Hattiesburg, <coughs> where the Veterans Memorial Park is. Uh, that's the ending location. And then... Uh, all of us who are veterans and have a part in the program, we will disembark and uh, immediately go to the uh, stage uh, platform. And then our program, our Veterans Day program, will start uh, immediately at 11 o'clock. And so, um, and that harkens back to history when uh, it was uh, the war ended, World War One, on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that history, mm -hmm. too, Colonel. Thank you so much for that history. I love the whole idea of it all. Talk about the importance of the community coming together when it comes down to putting something of this size on and how important it is that they come together and, and witness this and, and pay commemoration as well. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, you know, that is so important because... We as veterans don't we do not seek out attention mm -hmm. because our whole time that we serve, we are always told you are serving the nation. Mm -hmm. You are not bringing any attention to yourself. In fact, when you have that uniform on, 
you're not Barnado anymore. You are United States Army, yeah. United States Navy, or whatever. And so we're not accustomed to getting individual attention, and we really shy away from it. But because the community believes so much in what we do, uh, the service that we provide to the nation, they always come out. They support us in a big way. Uh, the mayor always does a press conference where he personally gets involved in the announcement of our activities and the Veteran of the Year announcement. So we could not do all that we do uh, without the support of the Hattiesburg community. Uh, they come out, they support us. We have all kinds of free breakfasts and lunches <laughs> going on. So, I mean, veterans can never go hungry during the month of November. <laughs> right. <laughs> fed constantly mm -hmm. by some, and there are just a number of activities. And so um, I know there may be communities uh, somewhere in the United States where people don't recognize or don't see the importance of it, but I can absolutely assure you that here in the state of Mississippi and certainly in Hattiesburg, where I've made my home, uh, they believe in uh, honoring veterans, and they assist us in any way that they possibly can to include coming out to the parade and then attending the program that we present. Now, now you know I'm going to go to uh, uh, Mr. Haskins' restaurant and be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Colonel Varnado sent me. <laughs> Let me sample everything on the menu, you know. But now you have, remember, you have four or five different restaurants to choose. There you I go. Eat, I'm a... at every one of them, and uh, the food is good at every one of them. Well, I'll, I'll sure Thank try it on your name. Thank you, Colonel. Thank you in advance. I'm going to let them know that that coupon has expired. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of food and, and going out to eat, let's talk about Monday's event, the Military Appreciation Night at Golden Corral. Golden if I was, Corral. If I was in Woo. the military, I'm there. But talk about the importance of, again, feeding our military, but also um, getting them out to yes. be able to talk to each other and, mm -hmm. and, and have time together. Sure. So absolutely. So this actually, uh, and my husband is also a veteran. He is the commander of the uh, local Hattiesburg chapter of the DAV, which is the Disabled American Veterans. Wow. Uh, it has a national presence. And so at the national level of the DAV, they have a partnership with Golden Corrals throughout the nation. And so the two Golden Corrals that our particular chapter is responsible for having a collaboration with is the Golden Corral here in Hattiesburg and the Golden Corral in Macomb. Mm -hmm. And so all of the Golden Corrals throughout the nation and certainly in our area on November the 14th from 5 to 9, 5 to 9 in Macomb, 4.30 to 8.30 in Hattiesburg, any veteran can come in and receive a free meal. That's great. Uh, their families are, are certainly invited to have the meal with them, but they will have to pay for their families' meals. But the Golden Corral will provide meals for free to the veterans themselves. And so this is an ongoing uh, relationship that our national headquarters has put in place. So the Golden Corral steps up every year and does this on Veterans Day. And I know there are other... Uh, restaurants throughout the nation who do something similar um, because I was this time I was not kidding either when I said you will not go hungry around Veterans Day mm -hmm. well, 
because we're being fed um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, but that is the Golden Corral's uh, military appreciation uh, day that they do. And so in Hattiesburg, it's located on Hardy Street on November the 14th from 4.30 to 8.30. Veterans just show up. Uh, that's also active duty military. Just show up, uh, demonstrate that you're a veteran, and then your meal is free. That's awesome. Good that stuff. is awesome. Good I'm sure you've been in the uh, grocery store plenty of times in regular clothes, and, and many, many of uh, uh, the the men and women of the military who have served under you and served with you have been like, you you do grocery shopping? <laughs> like, you got, wow. Hey, Colonel, like, regular clothes, and you drink milk and everything. I love it. <laughs> right, absolutely. I yeah, love you it. know. I think that's one of the things about uh, leadership, any any area. Uh, you tend to see leaders as somehow different yeah. than you are. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, as their spouse will tell you, <laughs> no, they're just a, a man or a woman just like, <laughs> that's like right. anybody else, and they have to do the same things everybody else has to do. But always now for leaders, and, and again, this is true universally as well, you ha- you do have a public presence, and so you mm-hmm. always have to remember that. And I many times will bite my tongue over something that I might want to say to somebody or give them a look. I don't do that because mm-hmm. I know people are looking at me, and they're like, isn't that that colonel that right. on the television <laughs> the other day? Mm-hmm. So uh, it definitely keeps you uh, in check, and you're your very best person always Yes, uh, when you're in the public eye. That's yes. good stuff. Yes. Colonel Varnado, I just thank you so much for joining us today on Next Stop Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And again, happy Veterans Day to you and all the veterans in the city of Hattiesburg and, of course, the state of Mississippi and beyond. Yes. Well, thank you so very much. We definitely appreciate your reaching out and uh, giving us an opportunity to share with you something that means a lot to us. So thank you also very much for using your platform in this manner. Now, Colonel, just in case anybody wanted to find out more about the Hattiesburg Veterans Committee and the Veteran of the Year for this year, 2022 retired Sergeant First Class Nelson Haskin, Jr., where can they go? So they can go to the city of Hattiesburg's website, which is www.hattiesburgms, all one word, dot com slash Veterans Day. They can go to that website, click in what I just said, and that will bring up the page that has all of our activities listed. It has all of our former Veterans of the Year listed there, so you can see the names of all of them who have been uh, named. Uh, it's just a wealth of information. And um, I, I know that our mayor and all of those who get involved, all of the veterans, would really love it if as many people come out to support us in our activities this coming uh, Friday, November the 11th. We would really appreciate it. That works. Thank you again. Retired Colonel Sheila Varnado is in with us today. And I just thank you so much again for, for joining us today. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Our next stop of the day takes us to Hernando, Mississippi for the Hernando Veterans Day Parade 2022. And in with us to tell us all about the festivities that they've got going on in Hernando, Mississippi, is Carolyn Young with the Veterans Day Parade. Carolyn, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you, Tremaine. I'm glad you asked me to 
speak to you. I would love for you to speak to me, especially when it comes down to recognizing our veterans across the entire yes. state. And of course, Hernando is right up there at the tip top of it. And we wouldn't have y'all not come on any other way, especially with y'all doing the Hernando Veterans Day Parade. But tell me a little bit about your role with the Hernando Veterans Day Parade and the festivities surrounding. Well, um, we have a 14-member committee that sees that this parade has happened for the last five years. Uh, we usually have around 200 veterans that drive antique cars and trucks and other vehicles in the parade, and we have about 800 DeSoto County students in bands and other school groups that take part in the parade as well. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes down to putting it on, how how intense is it to try to get something like this put together for the city? <laughs> well, I love the laugh before you started talking. That, that, that says a lot. <laughs> it, it can get pretty intense. Uh, just like today, I'm still taking uh, entries into the, the parade. So we don't turn them down. If they're veterans or they're uh, DeSoto County students, we just work them in somehow and uh, and have a, a good pride and a good turnout. Right. Carolyn, how did you get involved with the uh, Hernando Veterans Parade and uh, the organization and everything? Well, I just noticed that uh, each one of the cities in DeSoto County were doing something, a luncheon, a breakfast, something for the veterans. But Hernando was not doing anything. And uh, I personally love a parade. I think kids love a parade. Mm-hmm. And part of the goal of the uh, Hernando Veterans Parade Committee is to uh, honor the veterans by using as many students as possible because it's also a teaching tool for them. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that, I love the fact that y'all have taken it as a learning moment too. You know, yeah. when it comes down to this, for the kids to learn why we're out here and why we're paying our respect to these people is is super important. And I love that it's happening right there in Hernando, Mississippi. Talk to our audience a little bit about what they can expect from the parade today. Well, um, it's it's just an exciting event. It will start at ten o'clock. It's usually over within an hour. Uh, and then the veterans go back to the National Guard Armory for a luncheon. We usually serve somewhere around 450 people, mm. the veterans and their families. We have uh, a 133-member DeSoto County Boys Choir that sings. They both sing for the veterans, and they um, serve the veterans' lunch. Those boys are our servers. Oh, that's good. That is good. Wow. Man, I tell you, uh, you got to love a good parade. But do the how do you how did the veterans feel when you see them in the parade and the people, you know, uh, waving and cheering them on? And you got them from young to old, uh, older. uh, How do they feel getting that community love? They they love it and, and they really love it when they see kids both in the spectator as a spectator and when the kids are in the parade with them because we we try to mix up the veterans and the kids so that they are actually working together, you know, down the parade route, and uh, they really love it. Right. Is it a large veteran community in Hernando? 
Yes, mm. there, there is a large veteran community in DeSoto County. Right. I, I can't tell you how many, but I know that there are a lot. Right, right, right. DeSoto County has really, really been doing uh, some wonderful things. Uh, I mean, you guys have been growing by leaps and bounds and have really separated yourself from, you know, the suburbs of, of Memphis, you know, and things like that. DeSoto uh, has really been making its own mark and name, uh, and, and I've seen a lot of industrious growth there. Yes. We've had a lot of new industry coming to DeSoto County, a lot of new people. And that is another thing that the parade reaches out to these newcomers and uh, tries to make them part of the community through Mm -hmm. the parade. How long have you been with the parade? Uh, We have done the parade since 2017. So about uh, we've done about five parades or luncheons one of the two in all of those years. Right. Uh, Aside from the parade itself, what's your favorite aspect of this in these years that you've been with them? Just working with the veterans. I mean, um, you know, when when they call to be in the parade, they they rarely just leave it at that. They they always have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think one of my favorite stories is that it was in one of the first parades, maybe 2017, um, there were five veterans that lived in DeSoto County and had served together in a unit in Vietnam and and found out that they all lived in the same county. Man. They didn't know where they didn't know where each other had been up until that point and they reunited during the parade. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like a little uh reunion as well, so Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Now, when it comes down to the floats and everything that goes down the street during this parade, what can we look forward to today? Well, we have uh, um, a cup. We have several antique uh, military vehicles, um, a a truck, an army truck called a Deuce and a Half. I don't know exactly uh, what year it is, but that is an antique truck that one of our DeSoto County people owns. Deuce and, and a half. Um, wow. And, I know a deuce and a quarter. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? <laughs> I know about those. Yeah, we've, got, we've got a couple of uh, antique military Jeeps. Um, you know, we, we don't have a lot of military vehicles, but those are a few that we have. Right, right. We, we have a lot of antique cars that these veterans have restored, and they're driving themselves. Um, All right. That's good stuff. What has been some of the response that you've had coming from attendees for the parade and for the festivities that y'all have inside of the city? Mm-hmm. Well, um, our, our mayor, Chip Johnson, is a Navy submarine veteran. He drives his antique vehicle in the parade. Uh, our alderman, Andrew Miller, is an Army veteran. He also drives his antique vehicle in the parade. Our Mississippi State Senator, Michael McLendon, is driving his father-in-law, Robert Flies, who is a Navy veteran, in the parade. Um, Our Fernando Fire Department puts one of their trucks in the parade. Uh, The DeSoto County Sheriff's Department has uh, their color guard and their motorcycle corps in the parade. 
Well, I'll hand that song. You've got the whole community mm-hmm. in there, it sounds like it. I, I just love that. I love the whole community-centered. I know Hernando has a tight-knit community. Mm-hmm. And for you all to get together and to be able to celebrate the veterans year after year is such a is such a great thing to do for the city of Hernando. Yes, and that's another thing. Uh, the parade is funded totally by donations. And I would say that at least... Ninety percent of those donations come from Hernando and the surrounding Hernando area. That's a blessing. From businesses and individuals. That's a blessing. I love it. And I love the fact that you are in in the trenches with them, getting this all done for the parade, for the luncheon. Again, to my audience, this was Carolyn Young. She is with the Hernando Veterans Parade. That will take place today at 10 a.m. on West on Commerce Street around the courthouse. Um, And then they'll be followed by a luncheon today at 1130 a.m. at the National Guard Armory. It's located at 3436 McCracken Road in Hernando. Now, Carolyn, for more information, if they wanted to know any more about these events, where can my listeners go? They can call me at 901-634-1548. I'll be glad to talk to them. Also, we have a website, FernandoVeteransParade.com. And our post office box is 714 in Hernando, 38632. All right. Carolyn, I thank you so much for joining us today on Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been Carolyn Young with the Hernando Veterans Day Parade 2022. And in with me right now to talk about the free veterans flights at Raymond John Bell Williams Airport is the owner of John 360 Coatings, Clinton Body Shop, and the Hangar 360 Aircraft Services, Mr. John Mosley. Welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Well, thank you for having me, Jermaine. It's a pleasure to be talking to you. John, it's a pleasure to have you. And just thank you for all that you do for our veterans, and especially when it comes down to these free flights. I know that this is something that they're going to love. I actually love it. I'm, I went skydiving one day in my life. <laughs> so when it comes down to taking a plane up and even maybe not even taking it down, I'll take the shoot down. But either way, it's a thrilling experience, and it's just so great that you offered this. Tell me, how did you even get started with the idea to offer these for veterans? You know, a good friend of mine uh, in uh, Mount Pleasant, Texas, is Scott Glover, and he owns Mid-America Flight Museum and Next Level Pet Food. And Scott has been doing this for probably, I don't know, 12 or 14 years for veterans uh, in different areas of the country. And I have gone with him to help help fly the veterans and and I take him, you know, one of our airplanes to, to his event mm. to fly them. And I said, you know what, this would be a great thing for us to do for our local veterans in Mississippi. And uh, Scott's such a gracious guy. He always comes over and helps us. And uh, he, he brings the airplane. This, this year he'd bring the airplane and a helicopter, a Huey helicopter. Yeah. Um, we'll have other guys from around the country from Indiana and uh, Louisiana that are bringing airplanes up. So, we, and, and local guys, too. Yeah, we get yeah. a lot of help with it. We have a lot of nice World War II airplanes for guys to come out and fly in. And, and uh, this first year we have a helicopter. We're going to have the Huey here that was actually a combat helicopter in Vietnam. Right, right. That's good stuff. Where it's something that maybe they've seen before or maybe that, you know, they've seen on TV before or something and that they've always wanted to maybe try out and you get to offer that to them. So that's super great. How long? 
long have you been doing it, John? Uh, we've been doing it since 2014 uh, right here at Raymond. We only had one year we missed, and unfortunately that was because of COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How has the turnout been since you all been doing it since then? You know, I think the first year we had like 150 people. Goodness. And, uh, last year, last year we had 300. We did 300 rides. Goodness, my gosh! Yeah. But th- do they enjoy it? I mean, every every oh, they, passenger. Every, everybody loves it. Never had anybody that didn't say that that they didn't thoroughly enjoy it. Right. And I guess the thing that is kind of most rewarding to those of us that do this is the reaction to the veterans and uh you know when they get to fly again especially some of these you know older veterans mm-hmm. uh we've had them we've had them actually just break down and cry on the flight oh my God. we always tell them they can bring a family member with them and we've got cards back and phone calls from people saying i just want you to know that uh now my dad is talking more about what happened to him in vietnam or world war ii or korea or whatever mm-hmm. than he ever has and, and it's just because he took that flight you know and everything started coming back to him and uh, it was emotional and he wanted to start talking about it. So right. I hope that that's a type of therapy for some of these guys to, you know, to get to relive the flying and, and, uh, and hopefully, hopefully it brings back good memories or gives them a way to open up and, and release some stuff they've had stored up for a lot of years. Right, right. That's some good stuff. Now, this is all going down. Saturday, November 12th, 10 a.m. until 3 p.m., 4100 Airport Road in Bolton, Mississippi. Tell me, John, about the the incorporation of John 360 Coatings, Clinton Body Shop, and Hangar 360 Aircraft Services when it comes down to maybe getting these planes prepared for flight. Well, of course, we we keep them prepared all the time. We keep our, our airplanes annual and serviced and stuff like that. So we really just have to check everything and top them off with fuel. But uh, Hangar 360 does all the maintenance, of course, and painting. Uh, Clinton Body Shop is, you know, is the first businesses we own, and uh, the, the airplane painting kind of grew out of that. I've always, I've been a pilot for, I guess, almost 30 years mm-hmm. and live out in the country and have some hangers out at my house on a uh, grass runway. So it got to where I was painting, you know, doing stuff on my own airplanes, and, and then people started coming wanting us to paint their airplanes, and we just decided there was such a demand for it. We would come to Raymond and, uh, you know, get us a, a spot here and build a new hangar and uh, set it up just for painting aircraft. And that's what we did. Right. That sounds like you merged your two loves, the love of flight and the love of painting. And it was like the best of both worlds came together. <laughs> that's, that's correct. <laughs> I love that. And when it comes down to some of the designs that are on these planes, what's one of your favorites? You know, I hate to say I have a favorite, but <laughs> of our airplanes, I think the uh, the C forty seven we had okay. has got to be one of my favorites just because of uh, of what all it did in World War Two as far as transporting troops and cargo and stuff like that. Uh, many historians say if it wasn't for the DC three or the C forty seven, that we'd never won the war. You know, right? Because they there were so many thousands of them that, that went to work every day. Just D Day alone, there was you know there was thousands of them dropping uh, paratroopers uh, in the middle of the night. You know at, at, at uh, D Day, right? The beach. Right. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about, especially the ones who maybe want to try this um, tomorrow? Tell our listeners a little bit about what they can expect when they come out. Well, when they come out, we'll have people here to help them. Uh, we'll have the airplanes here, and and as much as we can, we say which airplane do you want to ride on. And they tell us, and we'll we'll see how long the waiting list is for that airplane, and make sure that's what they want to do. 
mm-hmm. and they'll get a they'll get a wristband that goes with that airplane and a, a number and everything and uh we'll call them by number when it's time for them to come load up to fly and we'll have people there to help them get in and out of the plane and uh keep marshals you know to keep everything safe mm-hmm. uh they'll go out what we do you know they uh they it's a bulletin address here but this is really right outside of Raymond, right. Raymond Road, the, the Raymond Airport is. So we take off and we fly uh, west along Interstate 20 to Bolton and then turn uh, turn back and uh, come back east to the airport. So it's about a 12 to 15-minute flight, something like that at the most. That's nice. That's nice. I love that. I love the 12 to 15-minute flight. You get up, you get to have a little fun, you come back down, and you're still on a high, especially if you were up that high. So I know exactly how it feels. When it comes down to maybe what they need to bring to be able to ride, what is it, maybe documentation or anything, that they need? They don't really have to have any documentation. Uh, Most veterans have a card that they can show us, but honestly, we, we... we take their word of mouth. You know, I don't. I don't make anybody show me identification. Right. Uh, if they come up and tell me they're a veteran, they're going to get a ride. Right. And we encourage a veteran to bring a family member too, so they can share the experience. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. I asked my mom, John, and she said, "No, I don't care if I do." <laughs> well, you come, take on, her. you come on by yourself. <laughs> I asked my mom. She was like, it's not going to be me, but she's a veteran. My aunt's a veteran. I was like, he, he's going to take you up in the plane. No, no, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. I love it. You ought to come out and ride with us, man, because you thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, I know I would, John. I know I would. John, let my listeners know if they wanted any more information about the free I can't get it out. Let my listeners know if they wanted any more information about the free veterans flights at Raymond John Bell Williams Airport. Where can they go? They can go to uh, the Clinton Body Shop Facebook page, the uh, Hangar 360 Facebook page, or they can give me a call if they need to talk to somebody about it. And my cell is 601-506-0845. And they're welcome to call me on that sale. I'll, I'll talk to them. All right. John, I thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for what you do for our veterans here in the state of Mississippi. Uh, we're proud to do it. It's just a little thing we can do to let these guys and the ladies know that we appreciate what they've done for our country. Yeah, that's some good stuff, and and we really do appreciate them, and I appreciate you. Again, to my listeners, this was John Mosley. He is the owner of John 360 Coatings, Clinton Body Shop, Hangar 360 Aircraft Services, and he is providing free veterans flights at Raymond John Bell Williams Airport. That's going to be tomorrow, November 12th, 10 a.m. until 3 p.m., 4100 Airport Road in Bolton, Mississippi. If you need more information, you call John, or you can visit our events page. Page, go to mpbonline.org, click the community tab for our Mississippi events, and it'll be all the information will be right there. John, thank you again for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, we've come to the end of another great trip. We want to thank you for traveling with us and thank today's guest, retired Colonel Sheila Varnado, Carolyn Young, and John Mosley. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org and click the community tab for Mississippi events. If you have an event you'd like to share, you can upload it directly to our calendar or email it to events at mpbonline.org. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Kamel King and Jay White, I'm Jermaine Flood, wishing you and yours a happy Veterans Day. 
Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.